Hiya. Oh, yeah, I'm just waiting for my train to Bristol. It's been delayed. I've been okay. So I've been involved with rank and file theatre and we've been putting on a play. It's called Where Do We Go From Here? We've been working on Where Do We Go From Here since October, I think it was. I got involved, so I just graduated from uni. I wasn't in a very good space and so I reached out to Compass Recovery an organisation based in Reading, and they showed me that them putting together a theatre production thing, <laughs> and they just had this available, and I thought this was amazing to create. And it's a sort of people's people who are marginalised or don't have their voice shown so much um, coming together to create a piece of theatre to represent their stories and showcase their voices and create something together. And so I found out about this through Compass and they invited me to the workshop and I was like, they, they just happened to send the email on a good day. And so I went and then from there I was like, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm sold. It was really, really cool. I've done quite a bit of acting before. I sort of let it slip as I go into like my teenage years, but I loved it, absolutely loved it when I was younger, um, but I never really did much with it. Um, but then when I went to uni, I uh, got involved with lots of little things at uni, sort of on the side. Um, and as I've been at uni, it's like I've realized just how much I love it. So just the way people come together to create something I just, it, it could be anything, not just theatre, but like any form of art, podcast, radio. Only for like a really short period of time, uh, but between the meetings that we've had, we only met every Wednesday for like a couple of hours. Um, but in between that time, everyone's put in so much effort to create their own things, write their own stories be creative and we had so many people come in to support us like Fiona Talkington and uh, Lizzie who works in costume and everything and they'd help and put together this piece and having so much different creative input and excitement about the project has really helped us produce something so quickly and so suddenly I don't know it would normally take years play was the play had so many different themes but they all kind of stemmed from this idea of figuring out your place in the world and trying to find a find a place of belonging and your your right to be your right to exist uh, particularly in a society that doesn't understand you and so that came from people with disabilities 
refugees, asylum seekers and with mental health difficulties. Um, for me, particularly my part was from the mental health background and, but, and also looking at how people of all these different backgrounds intertwine and intersect and have so many different, different and similar experiences, just like any, just like all people throughout the whole world. So after coming back from uni, as I say, I was not in a very good place. I have an eating disorder and after the end of, at the end of university, as I was working on all my deadlines and everything, it just got the better of me. And it has been over the last few years, sort of, this constant, this sort of ongoing battle that um, has been since I was 13, really. The last couple of years, sort of around the time of lockdown, although lockdown was kind of like that final trigger that without, with lockdown, you had a complete trash of the safety net that was the society. Without that, everything sort of fell to pieces. And then it's sort of been this cycle over the last couple of years of like getting better, then getting worse, then getting better, then getting worse. And when I say getting better, that's really physically because we've looked like I was better, but it would go at a very different pace to my head. Last year, my head was in definitely the right place for such a long time onset of all these deadlines and it was just too much and then everything sort of skidded the other way so at the end of the year I graduated everything was done but I was not in the not in the best place I was in an okay place actually in my head but it everything had gone the wrong way physically and then it just come the end of the year couldn't really do much from a medical perspective. This play was really like a lifeline for me because it gave me something to do that felt so meaningful and so purposeful. Um, and being in that room with such wonderful people that didn't know my story but knew, but we could relate on a similar way meant a lot to me. I, th I think everyone feels like they need to find some purpose in the world. Um, and this was something that was like, that next step I can do right now. And it be okay.
I used to think like my thinking was like my, my one asset that I could, I had, that was mine. And now it's sort of faded away. Unfortunately with my, with my eating disorder, my thinking has slowed quite a bit and There are quite a lot of little moments that I remember, but it's hard to pick out certain memories. Certain memories are there, but it's kind of, they've faded and my thinking is not as clear. From what I've found is that it is so different for every single person and I know that's like a standard sort of answer but it surprises me just how different everyone who I've come across who's had an eating disorder is. Even me who's had one for so long, I can't tell really if someone has it or that sometimes you, you sort of make guesses because you sort of identify certain um, behaviors or thought patterns and you don't really you can't really I there's, there's it's very hard to find common traits uh, that don't end up stereotyping people I do think that people who had it for quite a long time their thought processes are interrupted in some way, uh, whether that's disturbed by ED thoughts, eating sort of thoughts, or whether it literally is like a, a much slower thinking because you don't have, your brain doesn't have the capacity as it would do. You've effectively broken your connections in your brain or it's because the, they don't have the right nutrients to power your neurons or anything or you're just physically tired I've also I've gone through processes of recovery quite a lot and it does come back so it's not the end very very lucky a few years ago to go to Uganda we went to Mitiana in Uganda and that place was just incredible I, I, I always think back to that place and instantly puts a smile on my face because everyone 
everyone we, we met was so caring, so saw the best in every single person, saw the best in yourself, and that was where I felt my most grounded. But I can't sort of connect to that person. It's very strange thinking back. I remember enjoying it so much and feeling like this is this is where I want to be. Like this, this I felt so so grounded. But that's I can't connect to that person right now. We were going out there. Because my teacher at the time uh, was from this community uh, out there, and she just decided to take uh, a small group of us out to go uh, see the community that her husband grew up in. So we went went along, and they'd not actually seen uh, people from the UK before. And because the vast majority of us were white, we really stood out, sore thumbs. But they greeted us with so much love and excitement. We were driving down and, and all of a sudden the, the roads were just full with all these people that were cheering and they'd, pra- they'd practiced these songs to welcome us and I can still hear it now all the chanting, all the chanting and the singing. It was amazing, and they put on some. They like showed us how to dance and uh, everything. It was it was wonderful, and it's uh, what's really hard is thinking back to it now, and thinking about how oh, there's so much issues with like volunteerism and people from less advantaged communities and less privileged communities and exploited communities are can be viewed as less developed or inferior and it's hard looking back at that now and thinking was I just delving into that I don't know I can't I can't word it it's hard to grapple with but at the same time I saw so much love and so much connection Through this project, um, we've been working with such a diverse group, and I think the, the main thing that I take away from it is just how similar everyone is, how we're all human at heart, and we all are just trying to make our way in the world. Through my studies at university, I studied global sustainable development and so you're always thinking about marginalised communities how everyone's the same how everyone's trying to make their way but it's just reading about something is so academic and so disconnected from the real world but to be able to connect to 
humans of all different backgrounds. And of course, me being quite a lot younger than most of the participants, because um, just coming out of uni, and most of these people were uh, a lot older. Um, that didn't make any difference whatsoever from my perspective. It it didn't. I could connect to people of all different backgrounds, and so everyone has their own stories. Everyone's had their own struggles, and some of these struggles are really significant and poignant. And there are barriers to connecting to different people. So many barriers. Talking about language barriers and the age barriers and dis and any sort of disabilities that may exist. And these barriers exist between all of us out in society all the time. And so we keep to our little bubbles, but it's when we really break down and try and challenge those barriers that we can connect and create something wonderful. I really hope there's sort of two levels to this. On an individual level, I hope that people see that they can connect to every story that's represented on there and see part of themselves part of uh, and the humanity in each person and not just the character, but the actor behind it, or the creator, really, I should say, because... It's everyone who wasn't even, even those who weren't acting, but were still involved. And then on like a more societal level, I think it's key that the, the, the messages that we're trying to get across. So for one of the characters, it's how bipolar disorder does not mean that they're not human and should not be stigmatized for that. And for others, it's about having a right to work in the UK even though they've contributed to the society that I have been the benefit of myself and I've never been questioned. I've been on the, the lucky side, um, having been born in the UK to parents who are also have UK British citizenship. For some people, that's not the case and they have not had the right to work. And so I'd like, as a result of the play, for that message to be recognised that some people don't have those privileges and if we do have those privileges we can work to fight for the rights of other people to work in the UK if they want to work in the UK and are willing to work just like every other person just to have everyone treated as in as a human <laughs> and I say human that's putting it that's like human Central centrism can't even get the word right human exceptionalism that's it so uh, but that's going on a completely different other tangent I'd like there to be change and however that change comes about and also we really really need climate action desperately because I think quite a, a lot of the struggles that we're experiencing as a society are going to get amplified without them and not just as a society the whole world is already experiencing a massive breakdown and it's terrifying and people are either engaged 
and um, but the progress is really slow. Like we keep saying that we're going to make changes um, and it's not getting very far because it's very bureaucratic, very slow, very technical based um, when really we need a, a whole dramatic societal shift or it just gets way too scary and people shut down. And for, for me, I, I know that I've been in a place in the last couple of years where I feel really guilty because I've just had to step back from it and it scares me way too much. We don't have time for that anymore. <laughs> we need to dust my boots off. It's been nice chatting. Uh, we should definitely meet up soon. Definitely when you when you can. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Do you know when the next train for London Paddington is, please? <laughs> 